Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of uh, Mina Bites today. Today we've got Mahmoud Ibrahim, who's the co-founder and CEO of HomeSmart, a furniture e-commerce marketplace in Egypt. He was previously with Daraz, one of the largest e-commerce marketplaces in South Asia, including Pakistan. He was uh, the co-founder and uh, COO of uh, Daraz, worked with them for about four years, and then has been building HomeSmart since last 18 months. Uh, thank you so much, Mahmoud, for taking the time to join us today. How are you? Thanks. Thanks, Zubair, for having me today. Uh, all good. I think it's a, it's a good day. <laughs> right. So first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about what HomeSmart is. I mean, yes, it's a furniture e-commerce marketplace, but if you can, you know, uh, share a bit more and uh, tell us why did you decide to build this? Yeah, no, I think it's... Uh, HomeSmart is... is, is is an e-commerce marketplace that connects uh, home goods and uh, furniture manufacturers, home goods brands and and, uh, and and furniture manufacturers alongside with the consumers. And we stand in between matching supply and demand together. Uh, so the, the whole idea behind HomeSmart at the beginning that we found like there's a huge gap between supply and demand when it comes to uh, like shopping for home goods uh, when it comes to supply and demand. When it comes to demand, you never find like a one-stop shop that you can just access for a consumer. There's always like a price differences, like uh, designs differences, brands variation. And I think it was about time that like, like a platform comes to organize this scene in general. When it comes to supply, uh, on the other side, it's, it's, it was mainly the distribution cost and the customer accessibility in the modern uh, trades happening, right? So you find it like by time, like transportation was taken care of, the normal retail was taken care of, even food was taken care of. It was about time to focus on this $80 billion industry in a digitalized way uh, and, and, and regulate this ecosystem in, in uh, like a smarter uh, like, like aspect. Right. Well, one of the things people have usually been skeptical about is that, you know, uh, something like furniture cannot be sold online. People want to visit showrooms, you know, uh, have a look at the furniture, get a feel of it. Uh, how have you been addressing this? How have you been able to convince the consumers that, you know, they can trust the marketplace and they can actually buy these, you know, large products from you guys and expect them to be delivered in a nice manner uh, without, you know, uh, uh, a piece getting broken while it's being transported or something. So how have, you, how have you been able to develop that trust and convince the consumers to actually uh, buy furniture online? Yeah, it's, it's a very good one. I think uh, we thought the same at the beginning, right? And we thought we will take some time educating the consumers. So we're not worried about the supply because it's there. like. Everyone is prepared. They are ready to digitize. We were worried a bit, not worried, but we thought as any like digitizing like sector from scratch, it takes time for uh, like education of uh, the, the dependencies. However, we found out that actually customers looking for convenience more, more than like, like the touch and feel part, right? So if you give them the right uh, parameters for their purchase or the right journey uh, trust factors while they're they're going through, they will be happy. So if if you look at studies, it shows that a consumer to buy furniture almost takes like three to four weeks of asking around, like shopping. Again, you don't find one stop shop, right? So you find like one here and one there when it comes to like like brands. And even when you even find it, you find like difference in prices, and then mix it customer reviews, and 
to collect this all in one platform, giving them the trust factor that we have the, 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 the luxury of returning the product if you really finding mismatching what you ordered with flexible payment method, which is methods, which is very important for the consumers in such high ticket size. We found out this is what the customers are looking for, not the touch and feel actually. Touch and feel was one part of it that customers can say, uh, we, can, we can let it go if we have all the others. And we can see it like across the world and like, uh, like other like billions of dollars platform like Wayfair, uh, Pepper Fry in India, Madeira Madeira in Brazil. So it's, it's, it, it's happening, right? Right, right. And today you've announced your $15 million Series A, which is one of the largest investment rounds raised by uh, a niche-focused e-commerce marketplace in the region and one of the largest investment rounds obviously raised uh, in Egypt, uh, even though, you know, the the, the country has been uh, uh, getting a lot of investment. The startups in Egypt have been getting a lot of investments lately, uh, uh, especially uh, uh the, the high size investments, but uh, speaking of uh, the, the this in this particular investment round, so you raised uh, a seed round uh, when you had launched a beta uh, in February last year, and now this uh, fifteen million dollar Series A. So this is a, a, a big jump. Usually we see you know startups uh, raising a small Series A before they go and raise something as substantial as as fifteen million dollar Series A. So how did this come about? And uh, uh, what has been the growth like? If, if you can address both these questions. No, I think we we love to have it like the uh, the traditional way, right? Not raising a lot of cash in between, and like like, uh, and we love to have it like in in the normal like like base way. So, which at the beginning you do a seed round, and the seed round is really focused on understanding more the tractions. So at the beginning we just did it ourselves, late two thousand nineteen like a beta version. We went out to investors, discovered months like tractions. Everyone was seeing like a good traction. Then we started the hard launch in I think Feb last year to be specific. Uh, and, and we used the seed round to really understand more the supply and demand and make the correlation in between, understand like w w what would be our strategy for the next like phase? How would bring this company to a multi-billion dollar company in an institutional structure fast? Uh, and, and this happened, and the company grew 30x in a very healthy, solid way. Uh, and then, when we needed like like to 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 take this to next level, which was about the time, we went out to investors and said like we're raising this. And the good thing that we found like a couple of our like like current investors, they were doubling down and saying this is a great potential. We're we're coming with you along, and we said no, but we need to even bring some from outside. So it was a hybrid thing. So like we could have filled it fast. But it was good that, that uh, you find like your current investor doubling down and believing more in, 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 in the business model and the strategy and the tractions um, and, and investors from outside. So we were very happy with like a very, uh, like I would say like, like happily oversubscribed round. We managed it in a, in a quick way. But yeah, I think this is, this is also, an, uh, and, and also like for people like us, like managing companies and want to focus on executions, we find it as well, like as you said, you find by time like ticket size is happening and it's increasing. So for, for business runners, at some point you need just to focus on the business rather than focusing all the time about investing. Of course it's a continuous job, but still like uh, you, you just do it based on the business plan. It depends on what it, where exactly you're going. 
Right. And what has been driving this 30x growth? I mean, that that, that sounds like, you know, uh, massive growth for, for any kind of startup. And uh, while you're building a furniture marketplace, uh, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of operational challenges to deal with. So what has been driving this growth and what, what are you doing to address uh, this growth coming your way? How are you dealing with, with the challenges that this growth is bringing, uh, which are obviously, I'm, I'm sure those are good problems to have, but uh, how are you dealing with them? Yeah, so I think it comes, it comes at the, as I said at the beginning about like, uh, there was a good, sub, decent supply and decent demand. Uh, there, there was no one taking care of it. I think it was about the right time. I think we put it in, in, in this phases, right? Uh, supply and demand were there. Uh, there was no, like, like someone trying to do what we try, what we tried to, or what we did. And it was about the right time, right? Uh, and this was, was, I would say, the first aspect, time, supply, and demand. The second aspect, I think, this is what, what I think the team uh, here were, like, like, was able to do is, is the reaction fast to the gaps that we face while we're trying to digitize this. Uh, we're doing this for the first time. We don't have a handbook that we just take experiences from, right? It's not like food or transportation when you like see like billion dollars companies and what they did and you try just to replicate what they do in the same region. We're the first one to do what we do in our region, right? Um, and it was very important for us to react fast to every gap and segment that we see while we're running the business. I think this is, this is what we, what we're happy with is, is the team and their reactions to this kind of stuff. So we really take the customer feedbacks and the seller's communication to us on how to develop fast, and we try to adopt to it. So day on day, we see we're filling these gaps without, uh, like, like losing the traction, right, of building this, uh, like, like next level business. So I think I think this is mainly the the two aspects uh, behind the growth. Time and uh, our reaction to gaps. Right, right. And in terms of uh, 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 you know getting this growth, what has been your strategy? Ha has most of it come through paid channels, or or most of your growth is is a result of you know uh, word of mouth, people having good experiences from the marketplace and sharing it with others? What has been uh, the, the best? Uh, tool uh, for, for, you know, getting more customers? I think it's a hybrid model, right? It's, uh, it cannot be just one thing that you're focusing on, which is paid ads or partnerships or word of mouth. I think you need to take a gradual What has approach. worked, uh, what has worked the best for you? I mean, in, in HomeSmart's case, what's, what's the, uh, what do you, what do you see uh, getting the highest share of, uh, of, of growth in, in terms of uh, tools or, you know, uh, things like word of mouth, what has worked the best? I think I think it's it's a, it's a funnel, a marketing funnel, and, and a customer journey uh, funnel. I think at the beginning you need to 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 base some to get some tractions, of course. Once the customers come, they really focus on like you serve them well. They start to have the 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 word of mouth and the referrals, boom, and and again you focus on retention uh, to this segment again, and you play on the same like like consumer cap. And of course, partnerships played a good thing in, in our equation when it comes to telecoms, when it comes to, to payment uh, solutions. So we had again to work on like, like good partnerships in between and good partners to, to, to take this forward with us that they need our solution and we need their solution to help us 
uh, in executing faster. Uh, so I think it was it was a funnel that we tried to tab on each part of it. Of course, starting with Babe, uh, and and until you you have to retain those consumers, and at some point you help your unit right. dynamics. Like I think, it, it, of course, again it will start with payment, but ideally down the road we should not pay the same amount of money or unit economics we're paying today to get those consumers because again we're doing the referral and the word of mouth part that you're you're mentioning to make it easier for us in the future. Make sense? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And. Uh... When it comes to you know a building HomeSmart over the last 18, 20 months, what has been the biggest surprise for you or the team? Yeah, I, I always say this, right? It's uh, it, it was COVID because once we uh, once we 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 closed our seed round, like again it was in Feb, and then like in two weeks COVID came in and we were not sure like what's going on in the world, right? It's uh, it was it was very uncertain time. Right. The first couple of weeks we were like. Okay, let's let's be shy, uh, and suddenly again, and this is I would call the reaction, or uh, like like analyzing the situation faster. And very soon we realized, let's be more aggressive and see what happened. And actually we went aggressive, and it was really good traction. I think COVID was really good for for this in like like industry. Everyone was staying back home. They really focused on the needs back home. Offline was total shutdown, and it helped us in both uh, supply and demand, right? Because demand they were staying home. Supply. This is totally undigitalized, uh, like like industry. Suddenly, you find like big retailers, like like even IKEA home centers. Those guys, like it was. Of course, they have their online, but they focus more on the offline. Because again, everyone was like thinking that it's about the, the touch and feel. Um, so so suddenly, those sellers that we even were talking to them before the 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 pandemic, they were like, yeah, but home smart's still small. Right after the pandemic, when like they were shut down, they were like, "How can we sign up?" And, and this was like, like right. I wouldn't say a surprise. It came faster than we thought, right? It's uh, and, and it was really good. And and since then, I think I wouldn't call it like a lot of surprises, uh, but I think like like the traction points coming from our partners. When it comes, when I say partners, like brands, mm -hmm. like sellers, like manufacturing and home goods mm -hmm. sellers, or even like like telecoms or banks or those kind of partners even investors it was really good because they were they were understanding what we're doing fast and actually they want to be part of digitizing this ecosystem fast and and we were happy with this and i think this happened faster than we we imagined to be honest right right and uh, when it comes to you know you guys you know you you've closed uh, this this 15 million dollar series a uh, what exactly is next for home smart where do you go from here yeah that's it's a good one so uh, i think we always say the first one year was about understanding more our supply and demand and understand the needs between them and how to to, to focus 360 on that six, sector we like we always say it here in the company we hold ourselves accountable for that sector like like done we're we're in that phase like uh, we we will be there <laughs> so so we're done with this stage and we found like like gaps uh, when it comes to operations when it comes to demand when it comes to supply we call it operations in between we have this kind of like bmo like project management office uh, like like tracker for this and this need to happen like over the next like period 
like each project needs to take its face. So I think it's not one area when I want to say like, of course the typical answer would be like, we want to focus on geographical expansion, operation, technology, and hiring a stronger team. But I think it goes beyond this because it goes for the, the actual elements that we will hire the team for, right? So as an example, like, like logistics, it's a big thing we're focusing on right now. Why? Because there's a specific part in logistics that required, like, like we tried to do it, like depending on others, it couldn't work, and now we're putting our hands to solve it ourselves in, uh, like, like we, we hope, in a smarter way. Uh, and again, while we're running, there's other stuff that we saw gaps in, so we put really clear agenda and a strategy for it, and we apply, again, the, the, the supportive function, which is technology, which is HR, like people, and then like execution plans to, to achieve it there. But if you think about it from outside, as I said, of course, we need to focus on our geographical expansion. We don't think of HomeSmart as- When you say geographical expansion, where are you going next? Yeah, I was about to say that. I think we don't we don't signal ourselves as just Egyptian player. The whole game of HomeSmart since the beginning is uh, like, like a regional role. Uh, again, it's not the bane is not just in Egypt. It's everywhere in the region, right? Uh, and this is again when we hold ourselves accountable. So, so the expansion is happening in the whole region. It's about time. And when do you think you're launching a new country? Uh, when 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 would you go outside Egypt? How soon would that happen? Maybe while we're speaking right now, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> no, okay, it's happening. so so it's definitely it's within this year. Okay. Yeah, it's happening fast. I think I think it's uh, again we, we didn't like like we want even to happen it before, but again we wanted to be certain about some moves, and again. Uh, like step on a very solid uh, floor and this is what we're trying to do and I think now is the really right time for that focus. Right. One last question before we sign off. Uh, how has your experience of building the RAS helped you in, in, in HomeSmart? Wow, a lot, right? You, uh, like, again, when we were doing this in the RAS in, in a Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Nepal, we were the first ones to do it as well. So. We did mistakes, and and we tried to 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 go over it fast. We were fast reactors, and that's why you see like company like Alibaba acquired the company. I think this is the same thing we're doing right now. We saw what exactly happened when it comes to me and with some experience in Jumia and Daraz with Alibaba, Ibrahim with experience in Jumia and the logistics. So we tried to see what happened and exactly what we did in mistakes before, and we tried to avoid it, of course. And it's the same. It's the same for for the whole team. I think this experience were were phenomenal, right? It's uh, it saved us like four years of trial and error, uh, or five years of trial and error, and just did it in one year. If you know what I mean. If you look at maybe maybe like, maybe Alibaba or Daraz should get some equity in Homesmart for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I did my. We did our part as well back then. So. <laughs> no, right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, it's actually a thing. Like if you look at how long Jumia would or the Rust took to reach the stage that HomeSmart is in today, uh, and when I'm saying this in a specific country, I mean of course they were like group focus and 
they were they were even like very aggressive at the beginning yeah we wouldn't know if you wouldn't tell us you know the gmv number but i think we can we can make a guess yeah but you can wait i, I can confirm that the time span is much better in homes march let's put it this way <laughs> right so, okay so, okay this is not that it's, it's about the learning curve and the customer readers and i think th like those two companies we just mentioned they just digitalized like again a very pragmatic market back then when digital was nothing in there, right? It's like Jumia 2012, Deras 2014, something like this. So literally, they they did the change. Like like now we're capitalizing on this change, but the change already happened there. So the effort was we cannot compare us to them. And this is actually answering your question about like how did this experience help us today? I think the customer readiness, us with experiences and more efficient about how to build the health unit economics, this kind of stuff that helped us to 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 accelerate homes smart in a healthy way i i hope this is answering your question all right thank you so much yes yes it does thank you so much mahmoud for joining in it was a pleasure having you and best of luck with what's next for homes smart thanks a lot thanks a lot zubair was was my pleasure here thanks a lot and good luck take care